Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 190. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. December is always a busy month for salons, and given today's our third to last episode of 2020 or season four, we've decided to give you insights from the Beat 2020 UKIE and US educational series we've hosted on Facebook recently. Twenty twenty has been a really, really tough year. It would be very tempting to throw in the towel, but uh, here at Forest, we think there's still some opportunities left in the year, and we want to give you all the tools and chances that you can to max out the last sort of ten percent of twenty twenty. Consumers really, really want to support local businesses this year more than ever. We want you to be able to maximise on this, but the key to this is going to be getting your business online. So we want to make sure we can help. Beat 2020, the resources, tools, and expert insights you need to max out the last of this year's opportunities. A recent survey carried out by Forrest showed that the trend for supporting local businesses since COVID has reached a peak when it comes to holiday shopping. The opportunity is huge for small businesses. 73% of consumers in the UK and Ireland and 70% of consumers in the US said they plan to buy more from local businesses than from the big giants. The question is, how can salons capitalize on this? For most salons, services make up the bulk of revenue, with retail providing a small piece of the pie when it comes to sales. But with the current context, the holiday season is looking very different for 2020. Each Monday for the past few weeks, we've premiered a new episode discussing how to make the most of the final 10% of the year. On today's Force FM episode, we wanted to showcase some of our guests' strategies and recommendations. In total, we'll have had three themes and six episodes. Three of them had a UKIE focus, while another three had a US focus. Our first theme was all about taking advantage of the shop local trend. The tips and tricks you'll hear shortly are brought to you by James Davis in Oshot, Surrey in the UK, and Jen Baudier in Slidell, Louisiana in the US. James first stepped into the hair industry at 13 years of age as a Saturday assistant. Although a career in hairdressing was never initially on the cards for him, he's most recently become a landlord to 50% of the high street of Oshot, Surrey, where Clay is located, to help regenerate and create the destination village of Surrey. The luxury, award-winning hair salon Clay first opened its doors in 2009. Offering the latest in color and cutting services, it has grown significantly from its inception. In 2020, during lockdown, James has shown a unique unique diversity and enabled Clay to financially evolve while also supporting his team with a new work platform as they uh, returned. His thinking outside the box mentality led to a village togetherness that was featured in national papers and magazines. Jen is the owner of Bella Style Salon located in Slidell, Louisiana. For the past four years, Bella Salon has been named by Salon Today as the top 200 salon in the country and most recently is one of the newest members of Intercoiffure America Canada. Operating Bella Style on the profit-first philosophies, she now also works with salon owners from all over the country who want to scale their company to seven figures and increase profits through Pips University's 16-week program, Rich Life CEO. And by the way, if you want to listen to any guest Beat 2020 episode in full, we'll have the links in the episode's show notes. I felt that lockdown broke that ice. It allowed not just kind of neighbours in the commercial world, but also neighbours in the residential world. You've seen communities come together like never before. 
I actually look at it as an absolutely uh, wonderful and positive thing um, of bringing us closer together. As entrepreneurs, salon owners, as you know, we're very much collectively, it's these kind of moments where you kind of come into your own or you kind of go the other end of the spectrum. And do you know what? When you come into your own and you take this as a positive opportunity and think outside the box, um, I think it's really important to take those other businesses and people along that journey with you. Don't leave them behind. You know what? There's so many businesses and so many um, people that got comfortable, um, and that's just standard. But I think this is where the smaller, smaller SMEs, the hair salons, they, they were given an opportunity to, to come into their own. And I think we have. I think for those that stepped out of their comfort zone in lockdown and actually really um, had that megaphone of a voice to, to rally the troops and the community together, we're certainly seeing um, that, that payback um, from the community kind of really coming together as one. It's, it's been phenomenal. We all know as, as hairstylists and also in the beauty world, it is the social hub of the high street. You know, that is, that's just facts. And, you know, the people, the, the clients, they come to the salon and they come for their beauty treatments. And it isn't just the treatment. We know that. It's, we are the kind of the sounding board, their kind of their, their moment where they have that openness with their, their stylist and their beauty therapist. And we have a very unique relationship. And I think that when you look at, the audience there's not many businesses that actually have you know the numbers walk through the door um that the hair and beauty worlds do on a daily basis you know it is versatile it's unique it's consistently moving and evolving and with that we have we have a, a very unique voice in the community remember the first time that you opened and got your keys for your salon that daunting first step um this is not that kind of risk it's making sure, you know, the, the, the reward um, for what you're stepping out of your comfort zone to do it, um, you know, the, the risk is so low and the reward is so big. Um, and all I will say is it's so important in these moments as well that, you know, use this tool, use this forest education during this lockdown window to advance yourself and make sure you stay on trend because retail is moving online. And if you don't stay up on trend, you're going to fall behind. And it's where you need to be. It's not a question of, you know, do I, do I want to be? It's you need to be. So there's, there's a shift. There is, you know, the hairdressing world, we've always done, you know, there's always been long hours. Um, and I think the first time, you know, our stylists and teams and individuals as a whole, um, they've started to appreciate time more, you know, not just the finances. They've started to appreciate time. And I think it's so important that, um, that you give your team now that opportunity to find balance. And, and that's what I'll be doing with my team as we move forward. I think it's just really important that we give back to our community that's coming into our doors to, to bring business to us. We were already a techie company, but then when this year came, we decided to, to amp it up even more. And it was like, okay, now we don't have a choice. We're closed. We are no longer a salon. We are a full-blown marketing company. And everything that's not bolted to this floor is going, going to be sold. During COVID, we sold over $11,000 in gift cards in just two months. It helped us tremendously. I mean, obviously, you have to be very careful that you don't get yourself in trouble and think that you have $11,000 to spend. But through the holidays, I just wanted to make things really easy. Like everyone's shopping online. Well, instead of shopping with Amazon and some of the other big box stores, what if we can get in front of our clientele and, you know, maybe our social following? I think it's definitely important 
if you want to get with this whole shop local, like we have to make things really easy. People are shopping in the middle of the night. So we send anywhere from three to five emails per week to all of our guests. And then we send one marketing SMS per week to all of our guests. If they don't want to see your email, they'll just opt out. I think that too often we're scared to send emails to our existing clientele, which is so much easier to go after them than to be trying to find new bodies every day. Force makes it so easy. Literally, there is, I don't know, 50 templates. Like, just start there. Use the dang templates. Get used to changing some words, moving some graphics around, and hit send. I think it's very important that on social, we do less just typing out messages and really get active in videos. Because at the end of the day, the guests or potential new guests want to see that we're relatable, um, that we you know, are friendly and to just learn about us more. So definitely videos, I think is super important right now, just so that that connection piece is a little bit deeper. Adding as much digital that you can to your business is definitely crucial right now. If you're not selling online gift cards or products or online booking, then you're like light years behind. Our second theme focuses on communication. Stay connected with clients with tools such as text messages and video consultations. The following segment will feature insights from Sarah Cheney, based in the UK, and James Alba, based out of the US. Sarah is a medically trained nurse practitioner, So Skin Health UK trainer, and owner of the award-winning Pure Perfection Clinic in Wales. She focuses largely on bringing out the confidence in her patients with a holistic approach based on clinical research that sets her apart from others. The experience with her own skin and confidence as a teenager was the starting point of her journey as a nurse and beauty therapist. While studying the two, she found that each profession could enhance the other in terms of patient satisfaction. Sarah consistently seeks out new knowledge, training and innovative technology that has helped pioneer Pure Perfection Clinic into the award-winning clinic it is today. James runs the Beehive, a -a one-of-a-kind salon focused on sustainable beauty for the industry and the environment. The salon has been featured in many trade magazines and is also a proud member of the Salon Today Top 200 Salons in the country. He's also the co-founder of the Salon Movement, which is an online video show focusing on salon sustainability, not only including being green, but also education, retail, and marketing. Many people saw COVID as, oh my goodness, where am I in my business? Um, I'm nowhere where I, where I need to be. I'm overwhelmed. And how can I use COVID as an opportunity to change that? So people are looking at advice how to change their business in lockdown. They can't see patients face to face. So a lot of people wanted to know how I was keeping in touch with my patients. I have so many patients that are on skin plans that I thought, well, how on earth am I going to be able to keep in touch and make sure everybody's okay? People are much more on Zoom calls now than ever before. So they're looking at themselves more than they ever did before. So I thought, right, what I need to do is make sure that I am engaging with my patients. I'm providing them with um, challenges and, you know, exciting tips and tricks on what to do with their skin. Not everybody's going to take on board what you're saying, but if you are transparent and clear about everything and don't overwhelm your patient, then they will see your passion. And I certainly speak with passion. And I would say that 95% of the patients I spoke to in lockdown purchased skincare from me to the tune of £40,000 worth of skincare sales. You've just got to make make a system, a procedure um, of how you're going to do it. So, you know, I take notes down straight away and I have a sequence of questions that I'll ask my patients. And then following on from that, I assess the skin on Zoom and then I 
make a decision on what treatment plan they need. And I follow up with an email. It's a standard email template that I've made that I forward on to the patient after the call. So it's giving them a full explanation of what we've achieved in the call. Because if you don't tell them fully, then, you know, they, they don't they don't know the cost. They don't know what this what is involved in using your products. Following on from that, I I say to them, right, I'm going to follow all the pricing up now by email. I'm going to write you your um, procedure and then you can let me know whether you want to go ahead with that. Patients want support. You know, it's a massive opportunity for you to grow your businesses. You can give online consultations like you would for a hair consult if somebody was coming for a new hairdo online and prepare yourself ready with that list of patients so they can be ready as soon as you open the door in clinic from lockdown. It just gives you an opportunity to almost showcase your business online and for beauty the same you're going to have clients who have their nails done they might be biting their nails they might have thin dry nails you can talk about treatments that they can use at home hand creams they can use at home and you know if you're doing massage in the clinic you could even demonstrate on a call if somebody said oh they're missing their shoulder massage you could be saying to them look these are little tips and tricks you could be doing on yourself at home to alleviate your stress And then when you come back to clinic, we can really work on those areas in more depth. So, yes, definitely, whatever business you're in, you've got to work to your skill set and be able to tell your patients your passion about what you do. If you do sell retail products, definitely that is an opportunity for you to do at home. But you could actually make your patient treatment plans, whether it be nails, whether it be waxing, whether it be hair, whatever business you're in, plan it all. And then you can put them on a waiting list and tell them that they will get exclusive um, appointments availability as soon as you open your clinics. A patient comes to you, whether they're coming for a hair or a beauty or a clinic appointment, whatever it may be, they're coming to you because they've got a pain and that's made them contact your business. If you speak with passion and give support on how you can help that pain, those patients and clients will always be Um, your clients because you're talking from the heart you really want to help them if you were to challenge yourself to let's say doing five of those consultations a day that's less than two hours work and nine times out of ten those patients will buy into your passion and they will they will buy products which will cover the cost of your time i know stylists love to say that they're not super technical even though all of you out there are you're using software you're you're doing a lot more on the techie side of things than you like to think that you that you do. But um, it's been invaluable at this point for us to be able to communicate because it gives clients options. Like a lot of places in the world, kids are being homeschooled and um, your clients, um, obviously, listen, your clients probably that have gray hair have gray hair because of their kids. <laughs> um, so it just gives the flexibility. And that's been paramount for us has been able to have that flexibility to communicate on demand in whatever format that they they like. And text messaging has been fantastic. So one thing I will warn anyone that hasn't used text messaging before to communicate with their clients is that they feel like it's the same text they get from their mother. So I would say, um, first thing is keep it a little bit official in the beginning if you're trying to book an appointment or anything like that, just to kind of keep the format uh, set up for you. But it's just been, the, the flexibility of it for the clients has been great, more so because of the timing. So what I'm able to do now is I can communicate with multiple clients at the same time. So whereas before, you know, someone checks in or checks out and, you know, you only have that person standing in front of you at the front desk, they don't realize it. But, 
you know, I could be communicating with 12 different clients at the same time. So your front desk or whoever runs your software, the productivity just changes immensely right out of the gate. Gives you so much more of that dynamic and not having to do anything individualized. I mean, nobody loves to be on the phone per se, but it just, it, that dynamic just changes so much. And the video side that you're introducing now, I have to say, I am a huge fan of a really rock star grade consultation. And what happens is, especially with new clients, out of the gate, there's so many things that they're not familiar with, right? They don't know where the bathroom is. They don't know where the door is. Where do they park? There's so many factors that make it difficult. You're not seeing facial expressions. So you regain that back by being able to do that. You're able to see them face to face. And we we definitely want to do something consistent. And, and we, we do on our end. There has to be some tangible message that clients understand in terms of, you know, whatever your salon model is or however you do things. So there's got to be at least a beginning and an end to sort of open and close that conversation. But personality is fine in between. Um, video is a lot easier to have personality than text messaging. Um, yeah. Sometimes the text messaging can, things get lost in translation. But I think it's important to have that front and back flank on it to make sure that there at least is one, one you know, stone cold message that happens that how that conversation opens and closes. I would say one thing people need to realize is that um, 25% of someone's holiday shopping list is listed as personal care. So make sure you keep that front of mind. You know, being able to text video um, besides your regular traditional email marketing, the follow-up has been great. Our third and final theme explored mindset and new beginnings. So whether you're on a new salon journey or you're looking for inspiration to start next year on a positive note, we wanted to have something to get you motivated for 2021. Coming up next, you'll hear from Past Forest FM guests Helen Ward, Gavin Hoare, and Stephanie Fox Jackson. Helen's the co-founder of the largest and highest grossing independent salon in the UK, Richard Ward Hair and Metro Spa, and is widely acknowledged as one of the industry's salon business powerhouse and leading industry bible. Using her extensive 30 years of industry management experience, she teaches her best practice courses to other salon and spa owners under the Richard Ward Academy, as well as at L'Oreal's academies throughout the UK and Ireland. Gavin is described as the master of all salon managers. While working closely with directors, Richard and Helen, he's responsible for not only the salon in terms of turnover, performance and recruitment, but also for ensuring consistency in salon standards and customer experience. After 20 years of service, Gavin's key skills are now being shared both nationwide and internationally through education, motivation and consultancy work. As a founder member of the Richard Ward team, Gavin is a vital and crucial part of the management structure. Stephanie is a motivational speaker and generational leadership expert who's spent 15 years building teams and educating leaders on the changes in today's workforce. She's the founder of Talent Match, a recruitment and team building agency that specializes in the beauty industry workforce, and also the founder of Canvas Salon and Skin Bar, a five-time recipient of the Top 200 Salons in America Award for its work culture and customer satisfaction. She sold the business in 2020 to focus exclusively on her research, educational offerings, and the Talent Match technology platform. Her work is rooted in research. She surveys today's talent to understand what they want and then acts as the liaison between salon owners and salon talent to discuss and navigate hard conversations. It's hard to sort of keep really positive. Of course it is. But it's a time to reset and rethink how you do things. 
um, you know, things that were fixed and set in stone are no longer fixed and set in stone. The way the client in, interacts with us, how often they come in, how much they spend. So a lot has changed. And it's the thing is, we can only demand the best from our staff if we're very clear about what our expectation of them is. Hairdressers hate change. I can say it because I did it for 10 years. But we're naturally selfish. We think about our day, our column, our clients, and we don't think about much else. We rock up to work, want to do our clients, want it all laid on for us, and then we go home and take a paycheck once a month. So this has been massive. And I think it's been quite exhausting rubbing everyone's back and making sure they're okay when actually as a management team we've got our own struggles and our own worries about how we're going to keep this business afloat moving forward for all of them and for our clients do we need this how can we change it how can we adapt because it's adapt or die you know that you have to adapt have to change or you you know you you just won't last the customer behavior has been so sporadic and I think that's really difficult to plan for. So the only thing we can ever say to our teams is take it while it's there. Work, maximise it, work it, because it might not be there for long. I think the team have to actually accept um, our expectation yeah. of them now is flexibility. And that's really to move with the client's changing sensibility. So if a client wants to come at eight in the morning, we need to be providing that service. Um, and equally, if they want to be here at eight at night, as Helen said, we've got to take that opportunity to take that and put that money in the till and grow that business when they're here. You know, we need to, to make sure that what we do is give them a reason to come in and a reason to feel good. Keeping in contact, setting the standard, keeping, we're part of a family, but our clients are part of that family too. And we can never lose sight of communicate, communicate, communicate with our team, with our clients about our expectation about how this is going to be. Yeah. That's the management team's job, to lead by example and yeah. set the tone of how we're going to make this work. I'm one of those human beings that thinks, if you've done everything you can, there isn't anything else to do. Having a business is something about having a baby that never grows up. So unless you embrace the fact that's what you have to do and get somebody else to do that bit and somebody else to help you with that bit, you'll just burn out, particularly now when things are so stressful. But that's planning you have to do now. You know, December will look after itself. It'll be wonderful and right, it will be on and the Christmas carols will be on and that's fabulous and the sun will be round. We need to plan now for January. Whenever I speak to somebody about 2020, there's like a visual, like, right? Like we, we kind of all take a deep breath in. And um, I think we just have to say like, it is hard. And then following that, like, what are we doing to refill? And it's a learned skill. I mean, I know early in my career, it was react, you know, and now it's respond. Um, and if I find myself in that tip over emotionally where I want to react in my brain and like my heart is like screaming, like, Wah! like I, I literally have to pause and be like, wait a minute, Stephanie, <laughs> like, this is not where you want to be. This is not how you want to show up. Like, think through this. Um, I always focus on what feels good. Like, where is my heart like drawn? Because that's the work I can wake up to and do even when it's hard. And so I think from a value perspective, being true and authentic to what lights you up, like that's where you have to go. E even if it's really hard and super unknown and 
uncharted or whatever you want to say, like you you just have to go there because that's, what's ultimately going to create the level of fulfillment in life that you want. Um, I think the biggest fear is failure. You know, it's like not making it. And I think rooted in failure is both perception, like other people's perception of your success and financial new things are scary. And it's how you choose to handle that and come through that allows you to not fail. I overcome that, like the fear of failure by just deciding I'm not quitting. Like I can pivot as many times as I need to pivot. But if I just quit, then of course it fails. Like it's done. And that's not to say you can't make an intentional decision to change courses, you know, or like shift your path. That to me is not failure. But um, giving up on something because you're afraid, that is how I would define failure. I think our industry, like it's changed in many segments. You know, the consumer has changed, the business model has changed, the employee has changed. But the place that I've, of course, put my most energy and attention has been that employee. And I think the biggest shift for me and and my awareness and even what I experienced in my own brand is the understanding of how employees today really value flexibility and autonomy over money. At the end of the day, I mean, and this is true of me as well, and it's true of every employee, like we're all inherently going to do what's best for us. And, And that's really hard. Like when you're the owner and at the end of the day, you could do everything right. And whatever's best for them is the choice they're going to make. I have found myself feeling drawn to being an advocate for both employees um, and owners. You know, I want to be the voice that helps talk about tough things. In terms of like advice I would give people, you know, to really thrive this next year coming ahead, for me, three things it's move your body, find a coach. And then I think like I would coin it kind of like find a purpose because purpose prevents depression. And when we're in these times of isolation and we have this kind of unknown future of how long that will really be, like have a purpose. So you have something to like get up for every day so you can move and talk to that coach and really thrive. Our regular listeners will probably be expecting us to talk about new courses in Forest Academy or what's the next best webinar that they can jump on. But that's not the case because this is the first episode of December And for our regular listeners, back, back a year, two years, three years, you'll know that this is actually the time when we start recapping everything that's happened in Forest. As you know, it's been one hell of a year. So we're kicking off the first of these episodes with our very own CEO, Ronan Percival, and our Chief Technology Officer, John Doran, to recap what campaigns and features have come out of Forest over the last 12 months, what the year has been like in general for each region, and what do we expect to see coming into 2021? And then our final episode this year will be our Best of Forest FM episodes aired in 2020. So all the the content that you loved the most, that you downloaded the most, um, we'll play some snippets from those episodes and uh, you can catch up if you haven't uh, yet listened to those conversations. One last thing before we sign off, don't forget to head over to forest.com forward slash FM to subscribe to the show's email newsletter. We've got some really cool stuff coming for season five. Uh, so make sure you uh, subscribe to that, get all the updates and uh, resources that will be delivering straight to your inbox weekly on Wednesdays. On that note, that's all we got for this week. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions as to who you'd like to hear from in the new year, uh, send us an email at forestfm at forest.com. And if you have a minute today, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate and read every single one of them. Otherwise, stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. All the best.
This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.